0: All right, let's go ahead and get started. Why? That's a good point. (laughs) Welcome to Bonehead. How are you all? You You doing all right out there in TV land or iTunes land? That's not
1: a real place.
0: Yes, it is a real place. Shut up, Internet James. What? What are you laughing about? Oh, Haley finally laughed. I'm Joe Lewis. That's Chad Jennings. And over there is that guy that's dead to me. comfortable silence. So you tried to give James some peanuts. I know. So why did James not eat the peanuts? It's not because I'm allergic. It's because okay. I don't take any food from Chad. And why do <laughs> they have only small bottles of Diet Mountain Dew in Alabama?
1: Dude, I don't know. It's really it's really weirding me out. It's a 16 ounce bottle, but
0: it's not like the old school 16 ounce And why ounce do you bottle. do a pinkies out?
1: Cause I'm
0: classy. Now that you're faculty there in Kalamazoo, you've got to have your pinky out I mean, while you drink. Your I tie mean, I'm is not crooked, Cornell or nothing. Oh, your tie is crooked. Could you fix your tie for this? Oh, we no. noticed that you went ahead and waxed your eyebrows. If you, for you people eyebrows. who are just now tuning in, we're looking at James and uh, Chad asked him if he went ahead and did the whole uh, Brazilian. Um, should we, then, should we start talking about the actual episode of what we're as doing? As soon as we get done talking about his l- runway and his nethers.
2: So, James, what are we talking about today?
1: Uh, well, speaking of zombies, we're talking about the films of one Robert J. Zombie. Welcome to Bonehead. All right. <laughs> Robert Person. I, don't know if his real, I didn't know if his real middle initial is J. I don't want people to start. I don't want to start rumors.
0: Hold on. Robert, a live person, was born January the 12th, 1965, in Haverville, Massachusetts. He became Rob Zombie in 1979 at the Monroeville Mall. I've got a question. Where he was bitten by a biker with a goatee, participating Chad in a pie fight. That day, Rob Zombie was created. That was your joke. I loved it. I don't give a shit if anybody laughs about it. I love Good, it. Good! Because they're not gonna. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Where are you at in another world? Was that as painful for you as it was me? I'm I'm in a
1: better world.
0: <laughs> no. Mm. Suck up the humidity. Oh whole Because at
1: first, I thought he was
2: actually telling us something
0: Biographical? It is biographical. He really was born in 1912 in 1965 in Haverville, Massachusetts. Okay. Do you know, interesting fact, do you know what else
1: is from Haverville, Massachusetts? What? Nothing. Well, Nothing. no, that's their not true. His younger brother, is the, his, his younger Power brother is
0: the lead singer of Power Man 500. So technically, okay,
1: they have two, their property Power exports. 5, It's Power Man. It depends on
0: how big the Power Man is.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: If he had his coffee that morning.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get started. on the
2: Soundtrack to Titan A.E. No, wait. I mean, I guess first off we should talk about... Because you two... Why did we pick Rob Zombie? Yeah, why did we pick Rob Zombie? Because you two are huge Rob Zombie fans. I appreciate his work, but I'm nowhere near
0: as... I don't know that I'd use the word... Well, no, I do like Rob Zombie a lot. I I... Because James and I have said this many times and I don't know if he still talks to me now that he's got his pinkies up with his weird ass 16 ounce Mountain Dew jugs. He doesn't talk to me either. No, that's true. Well, he never did he talked talk to you before? before. You said it. Anyway, no, no, you just keep going. Baby's first just mythos. mythos. No, no. No, you let me know when you get on to the new material. So anyway, James and I talked about this. I don't care if you love him. I don't care if you hate him. I don't care if you hate House of a Thousand Corpses or you love it. I don't care if you think Devil's Rejects is meh, ripoff, or one of the best movies made in the 2000s. I don't care if you love or hate his Halloween remake. But when you watch a Rob Zombie film, you say, yep, that was a Rob Zombie film. The man has has a distinct vision in a world of directors who have no vision.
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah, it is not bland. Or and they even at least look like about, one another. Even if you talk about the one that nobody talks about, and I, of course, refer to the haunted world of El Superbisto. Of course you don't, You, I mean, there's nothing else like it. Visually, no. I mean, it kind of runs Ren and Stimpy visually, but it's not Ren and Stimpy. It's, 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 it's surreal. It's off the wall. It's it's Nazis, it's, I mean, it's it's all over the place, and it's just a surreal adult
0: cartoon
1: yeah. that has which, a great
0: voice cast.
2: Which, we'll get into that one, we'll get into that one in a minute,
0: but... So, how did you all discover Rob Zombie? Because I, of course, discovered him from music. I, I discovered him through music as well, through, uh, well, yeah. to begin yeah. with, White Zombie. White Zombie, and his music was played on a lot of what? In movies. Movies, yes. <laughs> and yeah. MTV. And MTV. Well...
1: And that's the other thing. Speaking about him, speaking about his music, you can already tell he had a real interest in film, or he had seen, he had consumed copious amounts of film, because he used so many illusions in his music. And it's not Everything all, from
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, James. I mean, a lot of. I mean, for example, which which uh, which song has the line from "Coffee"? This is the end yeah. of your rotten life. You that's from well, coffee
1: and city of the dead yeah uh, is in um Dragula, right yeah but even some of the lyrics um more human than human right i am the nexus one i want more life because i'm not done as blade, blade runner. runner I mean, all over the place he was throwing out movie illusions he was sampling movies he was all that stuff so the fact that he was interested in film it's pretty apparent from even the music. So yeah, no, I discovered him through music as well, and and I liked it because he made tons of movie references. Some of which I didn't get. I think we both discovered uh, the Christopher Lee City of the Dead illusion when we were watching City of the Dead.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because we did that at our last Halloween. Uh, Halloween. 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 Oh, Joe just went. Joe just went
2: really, really racist
0: for his birthday. No, Joe just went really, really re-re. Yeah. Hold up, wait. Or, or,
1: Chad, let's not jump to racism. Joe
0: could slowly
1: be turning into Medea. how are <laughs>
0: That's a terrible Medea. Anyway, moving around long. I'm sorry. I know yours was so much better. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just can't. He wrote that shit down. I, I <laughs> laughed. I laughed later. I don't care if anybody else laughs. Anyway, so, from the turds I've had to... What'd you say? No, you well, like, let us know that their
1: because we were talking about films and he obviously, as we, before we get into the films, I actually found a couple interviews with him different times where he talked about the films that really influenced him and the ones that most people know, the ones that he talked about the most um, are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from 1931. Yeah. Is that Barrymore? Um Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is that Barrymore? No. Well, Drew. (laughs) The Rocky Horror Picture Show. That is Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Freaks. Yep. Nosferatu. The Exorcist. Yep. The Shining. Yep. Night of the Living Dead. Frankenstein. And Dracula. What's really funny, though, is I found another interview where they ask him what he's more likely to have on you know, in the background when he's working. And in an interview with Rolling Stone, he actually says he has almost a borderline obsession with silent film because no, nobody does that anymore. And not, not the silent part of it, the visuals.
0: No, no, it's it was, there's a lot, I think we've talked about this on the show. Didn't we talk about this a little bit with Bill Malone? That yes. That a lot of people will make an argument that sound, not not music, but actual people talking killed cinema. Yeah. And and his And everything was established, all the rules, everything was established all in silent mm-hmm. silent film.
1: So he he actually brought up he said if people wanted to watch silent films, here's the ones he recommends. Again, us for auto. Right. The unknown. Yeah. Uh, which he actually said he got to see in a theater in uh, L.A. with an actual old man playing an organ throughout the entire thing. They did that so, at, a,
0: at the Kentucky, about 15... Oh, it's been a long time. I was in college. It's been about maybe 19 years ago. With they used Phantom to do it opera. about once
1: a year. Yeah. It wasn't always a horror movie, but they would do... They'd wheel out the Wurlitzer. Wurlitzer. Yeah, absolutely. And they would have a silent film showing. Sometimes it was a comedy. Sometimes it was... Because uh, one year they did... Uh, Buster Keaton. Um, His other one, though, is West of Zanzibar, which he says is one of the most mind-blowing films of all time. I have never seen it. I didn't know about it. Um, But he says it's one of the most sinister films he's ever seen because there was no Hays Code, there was no regulation of film. Mm -hmm. And he says it's the most sinister film he's ever seen, which now makes me really want to see it. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. And then he says his dream is to see London After Midnight, which was remade. But the original is lost. And it was lost because um, film was new. Mm -hmm. And it had Lon Chaney in it, which now we'd be like, well, obviously, there's to be preserved. But they were like, well, people have seen it. Why would we save this? And it got destroyed.
2: Yeah, that's one. I mean, most of early Hollywood history is gone. I mean, they just destroyed films like the right because they didn't realize that there would be a market for that. Right. Later on, like decades later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, so anyway, those, those are the four silent films that he recommends people check out. But I was really shocked because being a musician, you would think audio would be really important. But he, and it goes back to you can see it in his films, like you were saying. Well, they I mean, are visually robbed Zombie films. Well, yeah. oh, no, and you and you can sort of see that with him being a musician
2: because back then, it's the music that told the story. A lot of those ways because oh yeah, well, it it, yeah. It, it,
0: gave, it kept it going. It kept it going. Well, and and it. I, the mood, the tone—you know—added yeah. to all the ambiance of it. Um, it's weird because he went to New York, he and went to school and f- kind of flunked out or left school. He got—he ended up working as a messenger. He worked in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yep. And then he started a band, and he what he got into directing by directing music videos. Right. Music videos for himself and others. Right. Uh, there's a few years ago, he did a Woolite commercial. Have you guys ever seen it? I've
2: seen it. It's fantastic. It is
0: actually probably better than a couple of his movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you don't realize
2: it's a Woolite commercial. Really You're just
0: seeing... like, well, this is a weird Rob Zombie film.
2: If you haven't seen it, look it up.
0: Yeah, Rob Zombie Woolite. Uh, definitely check it out. And he did episodes out. of CSI, too, right? He directed an episode of CSI that's probably Which, the only episode of CSI, it? CSI it, that starts with a Nosferatu. It, it,
1: and it doesn't feel like a normal episode of CSI. It does Even not. when he's doing a scripted, this show has ran for centuries. Show,
0: yeah.
1: you're still Malcolm McDowell's in it. Yeah. I mean, Sherry
0: Moon's in it. Yeah,
1: and it's uh, it's just it's compelling. I don't know. He's just something about the way he does it. And like I said the, the fact that he comes from an interest in old film and and just uh, anyway. Yeah, go. Ahead.
0: So for years he he was going to write and direct the Crow, one of the Crow yeah. sequels.
2: It was actually the Crow twenty thirty seven. Yeah, um, it's it, and uh, with the subtitle of a new age of gods and monsters,
0: which goes back to his obsession with Universal yeah. monsters. He
2: wrote the script, um, uh, and it began on Halloween night in twenty ten. It's a follow up to the second one. Uh,
0: uh, Salvation? No, Salvation no, is, is the third is it City one. City of Angels? City of
2: Angels. Crow City of Angels. Yeah. um and it's about a young boy and his mother being murdered by a satanic priest yeah and true to the fr- franchise the boy rises from the dead and becomes a vengeful assassin yeah but um with that one that was going to be his first movie. that was going to be his directorial debut but then um the studio got a hold of the script and then they um uh, they got um because he wrote it with a he wrote it with uh if i'm not mistaken did he write it with the guy from no 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 that's later on never mind but no, he, uh, but then he, um, some, the studio got a hold of it and they retooled it, which by the way, the, the Crow sequels are a long story. <laughs> and none <laughs> that, of that them could are good. Be, that could be a whole episode of. And
0: none of them are good. And then
2: the, also the, uh, the constant reboot, uh, that's supposed to happen and it hasn't happened
0: where Donnie oh, Wahlberg or Mark so many... Wahlberg at
2: one point was going to be the Crow. But anyway, but, uh, that's they so got many all That's so
1: many cult that... franchises.
2: Yeah. Highlander's the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry I didn't mean
0: to interrupt you. But after that, no. Well, I actually, how he really ended up doing a movie was that he actually designed a haunted, uh, the haunted uh, the attractions for Universal Horror Nights one year. Oh here. yeah, yeah. Did, I don't know if you all got into no. this in your research, and they were they had a good relationship, and it's like sure, we'll give you a low budget horror film, then let him do a low budget horror film. He shot that low budget horror film on the back lot of Universal. If you're watching that low budget horror film, that house is the house that's right there on the back lot. It's the same house out of Best Little Horror House in Texas. No, is it? (laughs) Yes, it is. same house. It's right there on the back lot. Let him do the whole movie. Nobody said Jack to him. He was like, he had a great experience. Put a rough cut together, showed it to the execs, and they almost had a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) And they were not going to release it. It's called House of a Thousand Thousand Corpses. Because so, this was
2: a big deal when this movie was coming. It
0: was huge. you remember? It was huge. Yeah, was everybody's like, like no,
2: you, you, we're not releasing this. This is horrible. It's, yeah. it'll, it'll scar people.
0: And it just blew it up to more than what it ever would have yeah. been if they had just dropped it on video. Right. Nobody yeah, would have yeah. said word. Nobody would have thought anything about it. So, more, I don't know how much research either one of you did on this. That's actually something I didn't need to look up. I remember most of it. Do no. you guys have anything about it? No, I, I mean I can
1: it. remember waiting for it to come out thinking, yeah. oh, it's gotta be I mean So again it has
2: to be an experience I,
1: because they're that nervous about it.
2: Yeah and I literally did the research on movies that he made that he was supposed to make. So I because I knew you two had this ball so No, like, well, going... got,
0: I didn't even need I didn't need to look this up. So what happened was is Rob Zombie made it. I can't remember who the female head of Universal was at the time. I don't remember her She's she she's like we can't release it. He actually doesn't have a lot of negative things to say because they could have just destroyed it or just sh- but they let him take it on. Yeah, yeah. So, how I mean, they paid for your movie, we're not going to do anything with it. We think it we can't release this, but go do what you want to with it. You know, he had the right attitude, right? right. They could have done him way worse. That's fine. So, took him a while, couldn't finish the movie because it- we're talking about a first cut and for you folks who don't maybe understand a lot about movie making filmmaking our first cut is like you just wrote a short story and put it together and there it is before you edit it 1500 times it is not by all means it probably didn't have the, it didn't have the music didn't have the credits doesn't have all the special effects yada 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 right. yada right so that means that you have to do completion a lot of times in, in post there's a whole completion budget there's all this stuff that's all that anyway getting all that all the way if
1: you got
0: money? yeah that's where a lot editing costs a lot of money too Shooting's the most yeah. expensive but the more time you spend in, in an editing suite the more it costs so they took it to i want to think it was mgm was re coming back out do you remember mgm at that time was they'd had the new bond film and stuff right. and mgm was going to release it <clears throat> He was interviewed at the MTV Music Awards and somebody said, "Oh, or the movie awards. I don't remember which one." Said, "Oh, MGM's going to release your movie." And he's like, "Yeah, Universal, you know, said that that they didn't it would be unconscionable or something." And they said, "Oh, MGM's going to do it." Yeah, they don't have a conscience, so they dropped him the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. I can't remember. I'm not doing the quote uh, it was like they don't have any more. They said they had too many morals. I guess MGM doesn't have any morals. Yeah. Just a joke. Dropped him the next day. Lionsgate, which is not an American company, it's a it's a Canadian company, ended up picking up the movie. And we could do a whole episode about, about going back to Robert Altman on yeah, Lionsgate. Yeah. We may do that later on. Yeah, that's for the sense. truly weird, truly truly film freaks out there. Lionsgate finished Cruise, it up, and during this time, wait, what, James? Huh? What? Huh? So I'm sorry, you were saying something. I
1: said, truly, truly, truly
0: outrageous. So over the two years, he added things, he rewrote stuff, he reshot things. The guy that plays Grandpa died. Right. Right. Yeah. So you couldn't go back and reshoot that. So they finally finished it and it come out. And I remember being so excited to see it because, oh my God, it's the movie that they wouldn't release. Yeah, it was like uh, I you was and like, I saw it
2: together, yes, right? Because I was dying to see it because of that reason. I'm like, I've got to see this movie. It's it's
0: been forbidden. I loved it. Chad? Eh. <laughs> Chad you rewatched it. How is it ten more than it was probably 12, 15 years later? Um, okay, so when it did it come one out?
2: Two thousand and three? Two thousand and three, I think. Yeah. Um so fifteen. On uh, Rotten later. Tomato, it's his lowest rank lowest scored movie at fifteen percent. But um when I first saw it, I'm like, I've seen worse. Yeah, yeah, especially and,
0: for somebody's first movie.
2: Yeah. The only thing that I ever thought that might have been truly horrific was the the credit the the, the opening credits to the which movie. Which is the
0: best scene in the whole movie? No,
2: no, the actual credits.
0: Oh. Okay. Where you see
2: like somebody's skin being removed off their face and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know if that was real or not, but you know, there's some pretty horrific imagery in that just had those title cards. Um, but when I saw it, I'm just like, okay, it had it was violent.
0: It's um, not that violent. It's not
2: that violent. No. and then But I watched it this morning. I, wa- I actually watched it in preparation for this, uh, this show. I watched it this morning. And it's really uneven.
0: It makes no sense. You're absolutely right. right. I
2: mean, it just goes from there's, one
0: thing to another. There's and, 13 plots throughout it. Right. Uh, he has actually said before it's a jumbled mess, now looking back on it, uh, that it's nothing but flaws and flaws and flaws. I, I give him more credit. I think it's a guy trying to make a 90-minute film Right. He's probably never had to do that before, right? And he with, was having a with a, a mind lot... full of imagery,
2: right? And he was having to do with a lot of trying to put, get this movie done.
0: Yeah, with a mind full. <laughs> can you imagine his mind and how many images he had, and then trying to put that into a coherent tale? Right, and never have done it, doing that before. Yeah, Neo, can, what is it? What? But the Which other pill, side am of i supposed it... to take the blue one or the red one? I was getting
1: glare. I was actually having trouble, so I put on my shades. It helped. Stop complaining. Um, what I was, was going to say pill. though is, well, you take too many pills
0: <laughs> been meaning to talk to you about I'm that I'm sorry I, would you say Orpheus did you the, say Orpheus or Morpheus I said Orpheus because I thought it was funnier but it, neither one's funny eh, go ahead
1: eh, eh, work on it um, anyway what I was going to say is one thing about that is the cast like I honestly think the scene with Sid Haig where he said, Put your hands up and what Sid Haig did, uh, improvise there. I don't think that movie and and one of the things that he said in an article that came out is and I think he's stayed true to this, is that he he did an article and I don't remember what it was for, but it was called What What Happened to the Faces. Oh uh, yes, absolutely. And he talked a lot in the article, it was kind of his editorial piece about Hi's film, saying that we don't cast people that are old, we don't cast, you know, the studios, right. when he was wearing for them, wanted we need something that looks like this, we need to be able to sex sales and all that stuff. And he said, you know, and he used Sid Haig as an example. He said, Sid Haig's character or face is part of a character. Absolutely. And, and he talked about that with, you know, he mentioned Danny Trejo, he mentioned, you know, so many of these people... We, if you try to cast perfection, you miss out on the fact that the film is made better by these people and these older, experienced actors and all that stuff that goes into that. And and Sid Haig improvising, flipping off the cameras and stuff like that that ended up in the film. Because I think the story is that the first time he did it, they had to reshoot it because Rob Zombie started laughing because he didn't know he was going to do it. I don't.
0: I didn't know that. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree with you that that what makes it memorable is the fact that I, and Karen Black was I I feel Karen Black is probably one of the more well known in that movie yeah um, and she was probably still working he resurrected Sid Haig and Bill Mosley yeah. Those two guys, yes, they had done things, but Sid Haig was retired, working as an, in an apartment building as a maintenance guy. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he had done one movie, to my knowledge, and I th- he is in a short scene when Pam Greer is in court and Jackie Brown. Yep. He's the judge. Yeah. Yep. Now, he's in a couple of other Tarantino films, but that's what he is. He's the judge in that. To my knowledge, that is one of the few things he'd done in a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, it
2: resurrected Sid Haig. It gave
0: Sid Haig a whole third act. Yep. And probably Bill, I want not know, Bill Mosley, and they both owe their third acts to Rob Zombie. I agree. And they, Rob Zombie owes them too because they're, they, they made the movie. They made the movie. And he let them yeah. go. What's good about those two actors is that they're batshit nuts. They're both really nice folks. If you go out in cons, meet them both. Wonderful people to oh, be yeah. around. But you turn them loose and they're bat shit nuts. Sid Haig especially, mm-hmm. yep. personally, yeah, yeah. in we, a good way, in a, go a great, a lovely, eccentric way.
1: I was saying, did, did, didn't we attend uh, the first year of Scarefest? He was running Sid for Hague. president. President yeah. Sid Haig presidential Sid for president Absolutely. Was just. And the, the, what was funny about it was he, he was, was crazy,
0: but he also made valid points. Yeah, I remember. I, I loved uh, it. It was. It, he, I can remember most of it, and anyway, so. I, we probably need to get away from House of a Thousand Corpses because we got it roll on. But check it out, if you, of course, if you're watching this, you've probably seen it. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're one of our viewers, you've already seen it. But watch it again. He's. Let's get on to the sequel, probably considered his best film. That would be. Rejects. Halloween Two. <laughs> <laughs> Devils Rejects. That's right. He took, he took the characters from his movie, said, I'm going to make a sequel, but uh, he didn't really make a sequel. No. He didn't even make the same kind of movie. Nope. He didn't. They're the same character names. Right. Oh, and yep. we probably should get a shout out to him being a huge Marx Brothers fan. Well, on Marx top Brothers, of everything. they're
1: all named after Marx
0: Brothers character. Again, his obsession with classic film. Film. He obsessed with the Marx Brothers but the devil's rejects is a totally different movie and yep. a totally different style with the same characters right there's a deleted scene with dr satan right that he took yes. out of the movie because it just didn't fit with right. the movie he was making
2: yeah i completely agree yeah i mean cuz i think when a lot of people saw that they were kind of shocked because i thought they were expecting a house of a thousand corpses sequel and you didn't get one. You got a completely different... You never get one. <laughs> and it's by far his best... In my opinion, well, there's some argument about what, what his best film is, but it, it's probably his best film.
0: It's probably uh, his best film. So yes. far. Which you one know do you What think I of? love about
1: The Devil's Rejects is that you watch that movie... For me, I don't know if other people feel this way. You watch the movie... And they are absolutely terrible people. Right. They killed Brian Posen, they did all that other stuff. I mean they're they're Jeffrey killing Lewis, people.
0: Brian Posen, all those people.
1: In the most horrific manner possible possible. Oh yeah. And and I mean that scene of, of having to wear the guy's face and running out in front of a truck trying yeah, to get yeah. help and getting right. All of that stuff. I watched that, but still by the time I get to that end of the film. When they're spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, but when they're looking at, it, there's no way they're going to make it. Or evidently, there's a third part. Yeah, well, we'll get to um, that at
0: the end of the show. But, but, I still want them to make it. I don't know why. They're terrible people. It's it's the Freddy Krueger syndrome. You know, it's horrible, but there's something likable about it. What I was, was say, I never felt that
1: way about Freddy. Really? But there's something about that that scene of them sitting in the car. And if I remember correctly, you know, Captain Spaulding's makeup is gone. Yeah. Yeah. They're beat up. They're worn out. Back to their old selves, their quote unquote evil selves, has been washed away in this weird way. And you're like, well, maybe if they make it, maybe there's still a chance for these people to be redeemed. And the fact that it becomes, there's no questions anymore. There's no, um, I mean, they're not going to get a trial. No. No. They're not going to get a process. Well, no. this is going to end it. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. There's something about the way that movie's made that's compelling to me because I just sit there and be like, come on, just let make it. Yeah. <laughs> run, and, Devil's rejects, run.
2: and I will say that was one of his, now I'm going to, I'll be completely upfront. It never impacted me that way. Cause you know, like I said, for the first part, you're hating these people. They're awful human beings. And then by the second act, you're going, you're starting to relate to them because, and then by the, by the last part, you're like, Oh my God, you know, he, he managed to take these awful, vile people, yep. and in the span of, what, an hour and 45 minutes, yep. you start to root for them. I know. You do. Yeah, and I mean, the only other instance where I could think of off the top of my head is when that happens is natural-born killers, but it's still not even on the same level. Because natu-
0: they're not even... The, the, the problem with natural-born killers is is everybody who else is in natural-born killers is an awful human is being. Is also an awful human right. being. But you know William Forsythe. Brian might... Posen's not an awful human yeah. being in that. No, no, he's just a gullible. How about, guy
1: how or... about um, stuff like A Perfect World? Glenn Eastwood.
0: Yeah, but I don't know that Kevin Costner's character is as the evil, evil as the devil's, the devil's rejects. No, yeah. no, I'm
1: not saying he's not Bill I Moseley standing
0: you. over with Jeffrey Lewis with a gun. I'm, I'm, I'm. I have something Satan and I'm here to do his work.
1: I, right. I, uh, I am the devil and I have come to, to do, do the, the devil's, devil's work. work, which is a quote mm-hmm. that was spray painted. I believe uh, Miranda, if you're listening, correct me on Twitter. Um, but it was a Manson's is a manson's Well, yeah.
2: Cause uh, Rob Zombie has a huge right?
0: obsession with, with Charles Manson, minutes,
2: which we'll get in. There's a, there's a, we're getting into that, but, um, so. yeah, no, no, no. Um, I will say though, the Devil's Rejects. When I was watching the movie, it never hit me that way like it did James. I
1: would never actually was like rooting for them. I'm like, these people are assholes. Chad, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because I too want to cut somebody's face maybe. off, case, right? And but
2: I no, need to be redeemed. And I know I'm in the, I'm in the minority in that, like, because a lot of people I talk to about that film, they, you know, we that was always a conversation piece is that they rooted for them by the end of the movie. I was the whole time just like they're murdering assholes. <laughs> I don't,
0: you know, I. I want them to go on because I want to watch the next movie. And there's part of me that, you know, of course, I know that it's fake. I, yeah, I, yeah. I need to rewatch it again. I, it's been a while since I've saw it. I, it's it's right here in my brain. Uh, James, you have the original one sheet that's signed by almost the yeah. entire cast, correct? Yes. If
1: if Mister Zombie would show up to somewhere, I could get him to sign it. I would lovingly display that on my office wall and never get tenure, but be okay with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Um... You want to move on? Let's move on. So his next movie was, or you want to talk about something he didn't make? No, um, no. Go ahead. All right. So they brought him in, Merrimax or Dimension Films, which is Bob Weinstein, which you're not allowed to say anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: Him and Bill Cosby; those are two words you can't, two names you can't say. Well, it's so Harvey Baltimore Weinstein, brought him Weinstein. in. Hey, Bob got screwed too. Yeah, <laughs> But Harvey took them all down. But anyway. They brought him in for a meeting to uh, talk about some stuff and talk about maybe doing a sequel to Halloween. And he said, well, I wouldn't do a sequel. I mean, if you're going to do it, just remake it. Which is funny because he's talked about how much he hates remakes. And real quick, then they let him go remake the
1: movie, would you say? Real quick, before he actually started working on Halloween, he did start working on and almost completed The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Oh, okay. That came immediately after Devil's Rejects. At least the start of it did. Start of it did. Tom he? Papa. Yeah. Uh, Tom Papa and he wrote it together. And Tom, Tom Papa Papa's a
2: stand-up four. comedian.
1: Yeah.
2: And Rob Zombie's actually directed several of his stand-up specials.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh They wrote it together. It, it that the Devil's Rejects are in it. Yeah. Part of it takes place in hell. Hell. Um, um all of that, but he started it, and. It was done except for the music and credits and stuff like that. But that's when he got called in about Halloween. So he said in an interview, he goes, we're, we're, it's going to be on the back burner for just a few months. Don't worry about it. It's just going to be on the back burner. I'm, I'm going to look at doing Halloween first. Three years later
0: before we saw it. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I think there was a lot to do with financing and the company that owned it and the company that paid for it and all that other stuff, right, before they could excited, ever get it finished. I, I was
1: going to let you finish the Halloween, and I was going to jump in and yeah, yeah, tell yeah. the rest of that
0: story. Right. So, he made, remade Halloween. I love John Carpenter. He's my second favorite director. Halloween is not his best film, but it will be what is on his tombstone, just like Wes Craven will have Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy on right. his tombstone. Right. I will have pepperoni and cheese. Is that too obscure is too obscure. obscure? All right. No, I got it. It just wasn't funny. He, <laughs> High five, James. Oh, go choke on your wooden desk. Uh. <laughs> uh, in Alabama. So anyway. back to the hand. Back to what I was saying. He's going to have Halloween etched. And Halloween gave him a career. And I'm sure he gets sick of talking about it ad nauseum. However, Halloween gave the man a career. Yeah. Halloween is not his best film. However, why in the world would you remake Halloween. Right. Stupid. It is a classic film. I don't care what anybody else says. People say that it ripped off Black Christmas. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know that I agree with that. I think Black Christmas is a lot of fun, but Halloween is a superior made film. Agreed.
1: I'm I'm going to go ahead and say for the record, though, Joe, I right now yeah, will write a script to relaunch Halloween again. Oh, because that's done. why I would do
0: it. Of course. We all three would. However, I... I I would do it for the money and for the opportunity, but it you would know. not be my dream job. That being said, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween. I
2: like Rob Zombie's Halloween as well. Even too. though you know, think...
0: it's the antithesis of really what Halloween's about, because for me, Halloween is Michael Myers is just evil and doesn't have any kind of modus operandi, even though Carpenter ruined that when he was writing in the sequel. Right. Halloween 2. But if That's you just okay. take Halloween. The shape. Huh? The shape. The shape. the shape doesn't have any reason. He doesn't have any reason. It's just evil. He's the boogeyman. Right. right. He's and the boogeyman.
1: I, I think um I think that's why some people really do struggle with Rob Zombies, is it it justified him. And, gave us, him and, his and that's the
2: biggest complaint about it is he gave he gave Mike Myers a backstory.
0: However, if it's a great it,
1: backstory.
0: If you're gonna remake it, he did it the way you should. Yeah. He did something yeah, he different. he
1: brought something new to the table. And this is like.
0: I like Rob Zombie's Halloween. It's and, my right?
2: struggle of yeah. this other devil's rejects. As which one's my favorite Rob Zombie movie?
0: Really? Yeah. If,
1: if well, it's just because you love the monkeys. Hey hey. Yeah. Right. I don't know what he's what going talking on? about. Which one of the monkeys is in Halloween. Is he in Halloween 2? I thought he was in Halloween one. Oh I I don't he's know.
0: In both. Either way, that it's obscure. Wow. And back to I what know. I was saying. But
1: my point being is i think actually that's that goes back to you could almost argue it goes back to his motif the the evil is not necessarily evil There's, i mean same thing he did with devil's rejects you could i i rewatched lords of salem a while ago and i'm like well you know
0: if you honestly believe that way are they bad yeah we'll get yeah i i I don't have anyway go ahead is it a superior movie to the original? No, no, but it should not be shit on, and it is oh. ten times better than most of the sequels. Yeah, that was about to say you cannot what? what which is the one that
1: ends with um, Loomis dying or whatever? And, Six. Or, no, I'm sorry. Is it two where he dies and he or the explosion and he comes back in the next movie?
0: And he's scarred up for some scenes, and other scenes he's not. Well, they got rid of the scarring for part five, but in three, if well, you got to remember by this time Carpenter has gone because he oh, says we're going to do Halloween three, and we're only going to we're you know we'll do a different which is a great idea, and we've discussed this in previous and, uh, yeah. epi- previous yeah. episodes. And then f- yeah, no, it's pretty bad. The worst one's six. I don't know which one has uh, Buster Rhymes or whoever in it. it
2: Halloween H two O.
0: No, no, that one's what? bad, but it's the one after that. Halloween Resurrection. Oh, God. Anyway, let's
2: talk about Rob Zombie.
0: <laughs> His Halloween's better than others. I agree. In yeah. fact, it may be the third best Halloween.
1: Yeah. The original three and then that one?
0: Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Sorry for people who hate three. I but don't know, three? and for people who hate three... great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why no, is it stupid? Yes. Is it, it does it hold up? Uh, some of the effects are pretty bad. But it's such an original different way of looking at it.
1: Well it it added something new. Yeah, we're
0: getting off Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so uh, I would love to see I'd love to see Rob Zombie remake Halloween
0: three. Yeah, that'd be yeah. kinda cool. <laughs> so that being said, talk about Super Beast because so, i don't think we have a lot to add to halloween
1: no i was like joe actually touched on this so basically he went back to finish at, uh the haunted world of lc visto put the music in do all of that stuff and during that time is when there were legal issues uh the company that started to pay for it as he said in the interview it started off as a half a million dollar production yeah um and One side started to argue that it actually had ballooned to over $10 million. Um, And so there was this legal battle between people who had signed on to produce and had produced part of it and then who actually owned it and this back and forth. Do I honestly believe that film ended up costing $10 million? No way in hell. No. But that was the claim. So he kind of had to wrestle it back and forth. By this point, it was three years old by the time it finally came out and Halloween came out and the chances of it getting a theatrical release broad were gone, um, which is probably, I enjoy it. It is. I, I don't know if I can even say I recommend it. I watch it and I like it. I like scenes in it. Well, this but it, again, it goes back to, and I know we'll probably move directly into Halloween two in a second. There's something about even the films that I don't, quote-unquote, love by him. There's still visuals, or there's still something where I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, well, and I guess we should give a short plot. Haunted World of El Superbisto. El Superbisto is a luchador. 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 You know, he's a Mexican wrestler, right? Yes. And Yeah, and he just goes around getting into crap and being cocky and yada, yada, yada.
1: That's it. And, And there's... What, Susie, which is Sherry Moon Zombies' character. Yeah. I mean, literally, at one point, they go to hell. They do all this yeah, stuff. That's None the plot. of that really makes sense.
0: No. Uh, it, um, it, it's, it's a neat watch if you're a zombie fan and never saw it for one night. I would say that it's maybe that or Halloween 2 are the least, though, of all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I will give El Super Bisto a step above Halloween 2 because it is more original. I think, yeah, um, but even <clears throat> and I know Halloween Two is hated. Um, but if it wasn't called Halloween Two, well, before and I am jumping ahead,
2: and before we get into Halloween Two, go ahead. Um, after Halloween, he was going to direct two mov- two different movies. And instead, he opted for Halloween 2.
0: Well, I don't think he got
2: He didn't it. opt it, but, you know, he was contractually, or whatever.
0: Well, now, I'll tell you the reason he did Halloween 2, okay. if you don't have it, but go No, ahead. I
2: don't. Um, so, he was going to do a remake of Chud. Oh, yeah? He was going to do a remake. Did you know that?
0: No, I didn't know the No, chud. He, he was
2: going to do a remake of Cannibalistic Human. Uh, no, it's underground, underground Dwellers. dwellers. Um,
0: you but, Chud.
2: But uh, plans for that stalled after he signed on for Halloween 2. And the big one, the one this is there's there's two Rob Zombie movies that never got made that I think people would love to see. I, why did you laugh?
1: Sorry, it popped into my head. I'm like, can we do a low rent rip off of Chud? And I was like, well, what would we call it? And all I could think about was man eating um, subterranean sissy nannies. It'd be mess. Yeah, we could make a mess.
0: <laughs>
1: Bonehead makes a mess. No. That's literally, internal monologue, James was like, somebody should be able to rip off Chud. What could we do? And we I can make like, man, a mess. <laughs> man-eating subterranean sissy nannies.
2: No, but, um, but no, so the other movie that he was going to make before Halloween 2, and this is one that I think everybody ha- had read about and was dying to see, Tyrannosaurus Rex.
0: Right, which was about a badass guy.
2: Right, um, and um, the film was an adaptation of a comic book that him and Steve Niles... Had done. Steve Niles is a very famous comic book person. He did 30 Days of Night, right, so right, on and right. so forth. Um, it's centered on a badass professional wrestler. Oh, by the way, I should just mention, uh, a lot of my facts came from a, an article I found on DeadCentral.com. Dread. Dread. Central, central.com. Um, uh, centered on a badass professional wrestler who runs afoul of a bloodthirsty gang of satanic bikers in North Dakota. Um, it was described as zombie as incredibly violent and an, om- an homage... Mm-hmm. The 70s action movies. Uh, and it, there's several pieces of concept art out there mm-hmm. for this movie. Highly recommend you look them up. They look fantastic. Um, and a lot of them are uh, Transverse Rexes. Obviously Rob Zombie on a very muscular level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but the whole thing dropped off the face of the earth when instead he did Halloween 2.
0: Well, he could never get it funded. So okay. he could never get it funded. He could never get a green line. Supposedly, he signed a three-picture deal with Miramax when he did Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, I read later on that the reason he did Halloween 2 was to get out of that deal. But actually, what he said was is that he left It's like, no, I, because he kills Michael Myers. And she shoots him in the head yeah. with a pistol. It's over. It's over. So they were going to do Halloween 2, they were going to do Halloween 2, and he's like, no, I don't want to do it, no, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And Because he,
2: t- he really didn't want to do remakes anymore. He, 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 he didn't he, want to do sequels. He didn't want to do re- a remake before Halloween, and he opted to do Halloween, which yeah. that was another backlash he got, because he said he would never
0: do a remake, and then he did a remake of Halloween. Right. So he uh, finally he was talking to one of the execs one day, and he goes, "Well, I don't know. I had an idea." Basically, they gave him fifteen million dollars, which was a lot less than what they paid for Halloween. Right. And said, "Go to Atlanta and do whatever you want." Uh
1: huh.
0: Who's going to turn it down? Right.
1: I said, "Who Who wouldn't take that
0: right now?" I mean, they uh, didn't pay him fifteen. I'm just saying they gave him a budget. They which gave was him a budget. budget. Oh, no. But he got to do instead of having to argue, go do what you want. Right. So he could go Rob Zombie the hell out of it, and he, he did. did. And what yep. happens is, is Halloween Two has some great scenes in it, but it is a bleeding mess. And then he turned Michael Myers into Rob Zombie, right? And God, by this time we were so he should have just stopped. I know, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I don't want to criticize of Rob Zombie.
2: because this is a. I mean, because we are we are a fan of Rob Zombie, and he
0: did do something interesting with it. He talked about how Laurie Strode must be screwed up. Right. And if her brother's this yeah. close to it, how close is she right? genetically? Right. It's fascinating.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just, I don't, I think it's the slasher part of the movie that gets in the way of the actual story.
1: Right. The, the psychological side of it, and that's what I was saying Yeah, say that's fascinating. Biggest, he nailed that. The biggest mistake is it's called Halloween 2. If he would have done original characters. Mm-hmm and told that same story, people would have went, oh, yeah,
0: cool. And I think the slasher part gets in the way of it. Oh, we've got to stop here for someone to get murdered in a van during a concert. Right. That's That looks like a Rob Zombie concert. <laughs> <laughs> which well, it's a Halloween band, which is really cool. I, I, that's my criticism of it, is is that, A, he made him into Rob Zombie, and B, probably the slasher part of it, and the Sam Loomis part of it probably gets in the way of it, too. Yeah. I don't even know if he needed him in there. No. Yeah. I it
1: mean I love out. Malcolm McDowell. I do too. But But and and that's another reason. I think you could have had Malcolm McDowell in the movie, but linking it back to Halloween, making him I, I, I if that movie would have been called, you know, I don't know, Quest for Fire, I don't know. I got nothing. Um
0: You wanna talk about the other we're running a little low we're running a little long. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the other movie that he really should have made? The blobs? Well, no, that's one, but I thought you were going to talk about that. Well,
2: I okay. didn't want to get to that one until we got towards the end. Okay, because he,
1: um... you can talk are, about. The are ball. we going to talk about the the one movie that? Well, the one short that he did linked to Tarantino and Rodriguez. I um, have it down here. There we go. With with the greatest actor of our time, Sir
0: Nicholas Cage. I thought he was going to say Udo Kier. Yeah. <laughs> that James, would be the what,
1: third. What would that? What, what was that? What was that, James? That would be Werewolf Women of the SS. That's right. It's one... Where, that and don't where, are my two favorite trailers. Hold on just one second.
2: Oh, where'd James go? I have no idea. Just disappeared. Who cares? Like a really tubby <laughs> Houdini. A t- I think
0: Houdini was kind of tubby, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Down?
2: Also, he didn't Stally? really disappear. He was an escape artist.
0: He wasn't really a magician, per se can you be an artist at escaping? I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about Werewolf Why Woman of having the SS. I'm Flashbacks. Anyway. We should totally go out, and if you haven't seen it, watch the trailer for Werewolf Woman of the SS. Actually, if you want to, go out and buy the special edition Blu-ray for Grindhouse. Not the movies, not Death Proof Split Up. Are you and, hitchhiking,
1: James Thomas? What do you want? Well, it has, it has, you you're, you're left out, it has Nicolas Cage...
0: As Fu Manchu. Yes. Who was also played by... Christopher Lee. Fu Manchu, for you folk out there that don't know nothing about the art history. Just <laughs> roll with it. Fu Manchu was never had a played, castle. He had a... He had a was never arm. played by an actual Asian. No. I'm sure maybe somewhere he was. But in, almost in all British and American films, he was always played by a white dude.
1: And usually, I mean, outside of Nicolas Cage, it, British. A British that. white dude. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, I knew
0: that. And are you just still freaked out or something? Uh, anyway, the... Um, <laughs> well, i more was, to drink. I'm more, are, you more drinking? are you drinking I, it in? I'm yeah, just
1: drinking it in. Are are you you up, drink I'm it not drinking, his drinking his
2: that sewer water that he pain, has in his Are you penis?
1: Are you upset because I broke out of Chad? <laughs> Chad? Chad? <He>
0: <laughs> out of Chad. He broke out of Chad. <laughs> it was like a bad relationship. He's trying to forget you. I got... You, oh,
2: why yeah,
1: could, Can't I quit you?
2: Quit you! We're getting on Ricky Lake tomorrow to discuss this. Speaking of is Ricky Lake, to... let's all go No, it's not. Okay. Check then.
0: out Grindhouse; has both of the movies yeah. and it has the cool trailers. And you should watch it from beginning to end. It's going to be about three hours, but it was amazing in the theater. I don't care and what. You're not that it doing is. anything anyway, right? Except no, sitting it's... in a home baiting. So, you're for fishing.
2: Yeah. Right. So before we go on with the rest of the Rob Zombie, there's two movies that we need to talk about. I love about... the fact that we're not even acknowledging anything. Keep going. No, <laughs> why would we? And, 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 and by the way, the, podca- the podcast listeners are going to go, wow, James sounds really in the room now.
0: Yeah, James sounded like often, shit before on the sky, but now it sounds I don't often amazing. get acknowledged. Oh my God, that road mic. Who's talking?
2: Anyway, so. Bruce Willis. Um, Look who's talking. No, but two movies that we would have seen if <coughs> Halloween and Halloween 2 had not been such a nightmare. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, Rob Zombie was tied to remaking The Blob in
0: which case he actually said on record am I right Yeah, he did not want to he wanted to do The Blob without any kind of pink gelatinous whatever right he wanted to center on the original
2: creature from outer 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 space rather than the gelatinous mass of goo which I I, I'm sorry I might not know that much about The Blob but But it's
0: pretty much a goo it's just goo the remake though the remake actually is a superior film oh yes than the original i mean Stephen mcqueen and it was cool and the guy produced that is an interesting character too and that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast That's a whole other show but the remake is written by frank darabont right directed by chuck russell the same team that gave us nightmare on street three right right before that and it's it's better and the and the re and it's not from space right it's government made think so yes yes yeah yeah
2: so anyway after after halloween two, they
0: made
1: that in the cheese
2: after Halloween after Halloween after The Nightmare of Halloween 2 he swore he went back to his original stance of never re- doing a remake <coughs> Which yep. brings us to his next film I don't
0: know that He directed be, more movies
2: That would be 31 No Lords of Salem Lords of Salem, Salem. Schmuck Schmuck, oh, Schmuck. Lords of Salem I'm sorry I don't have a piece of paper I know you do You do <laughs> But it doesn't it's have
0: right those. It doesn't Why have would you put are... those notes on there, that's, though, if you're that's making your own notes? That's... That's it. You can burn that shit.
1: Yeah. Get
0: Look. back in the computer. Sit on Haley's computer. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> sit on Haley and tell me that you, you love, love me. me <laughs> sit on Haley. There's too many syllables in Haley, sorry. Pi- Just move on. You pythons. don't even know what I'm talking about. Pythons, you are not. But these are. God, I wish I was a python. You know, like a younger oh, one. <laughs>
1: Not like, um, not like
0: you know, the Graham. dead one. Graham. Graham's dead. Graham's dead, baby. Graham's dead. Anyway, Lords of Salem takes place in Salem, in Jamaica. <laughs>
2: Yum! It's
0: <laughs> Cool Runnings Part Two, too.
1: Really oh my God! I would watch Rob Zombie's Cool Runnings part, part Two. John um, Candy's back as a zombie. Uh,
0: um, no, please, uh, so you two really like i do Salem. i do because to me it is a combination it's a low budget but i love the way he shot it it doesn't look like a lot of his other films right um it it's a cross between a ken russell and a stanley kubrick low budget shitty horror film right and if you guys don't know who ken russell is is the witches uh layer of the white worm he's a famous british filmmaker from the 70s and 80s a cult cult hero. Del Toro, look up a story if you're a fan of Gu- Guillermo Gamero Del Toro. Told a great story about meeting him and <laughs> am telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah.
1: but you know, I, I think I like it because it is different. It is isn't. it is original but still a throwback. It, you know,
0: it's a it's an original <coughs> it's I mean, not an original concept. It's no, a pretty cliché no. concept. Yeah, but it's
1: done in such situ- a yeah. Because I mean, there are you could even look at rock and roll with uh, Ozzy Osbourne about demon music and blah 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 Demon's... And all that. But I just, most. I think the idea of the inevitability of it and and the way that it's played and
0: and it's it's slow. And what is the
1: plot of Thirty One? I mean, uh, Lords of Salem.
0: They're really well. Okay. So it's all about she gets a, a tape. She's a DJ yes. and works she at is. a radio station because that's what DJs do, mm-hmm. or at least that's what they used to do. And they get a record mm-hmm. and from, pull, the from the Lords of Salem and they play it. And it's she starts to see visions. Mm-hmm. And she's basically, her mind's being taken over by these witches. Mm-hmm. And that's the plot.
1: That's
2: the plot right there's a anything?
1: lot of no, and there's a lot, but there's of, a lot of imagery that uh, was yeah the trippy imagery i think because yeah. i think that's what and it goes back to what we've already said rob zombie brings something to the table i mean his imagery is just there's scenes i remember from that film and i can't quote that film i haven't seen as much as i have seen no i can't either but i remember the scenes of her with the bodies
0: and blah blah, blah and all that so, i mean those... it's it's great it's, it's, it's cool it's got a cool performance from meg foster I have a good Meg, well decent Meg Foster story. She's a, a delight to meet in person. Yeah, (laughs) an interesting character, but she's great in that movie. Yeah, well, actually, you don't want that. I don't. I'm not a big Sherry Moon zombie fan. He puts her in everything. Uh, That's actually probably her best performance. Agreed. Well, but. Next to Halloween, she's she's really good. At oh, you know, Halloween. she's not bad as Michael Myers' mother. You're yeah. absolutely right. But
1: you know, I think the other side of that, though, is um, <coughs> you know, as we talk about these movies, uh, it goes back and me, mentioning Meg Foster doing so well in that role. It goes back to what she we talked Mac about. Meg Foster, or, or, mm-hmm. Mick Foster, science, uh, Mick Foster from Australia, <laughs> Australia by way of Scotland. Australia for crazy bitch acting. <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say, though, is it's it goes back thing to I've said the, the
0: conversation about faces. He said two days.
1: Yeah. Two days.
0: <laughs> two decades. Uh, oh, snap! Oh, at least you thought it was funny. Yep. Yeah. No, wait. Not... Ah!
1: Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm having a live but But I think it's the fact that, again, it
0: goes back to faces, and Rob Zombie put people there. Oh, look, had... it's a cherry one. I yeah. hate your ass. <laughs> A lack thereof. How,
1: do you, how do you feel? For about you the people rest
0: not watching, I opened a pack of lifesavers and Chad was going through it earlier, trying to find the cherry. Of course, Chad <laughs> never really found a cherry. Anyway, goes back to faces. Meg Foster, at this
1: point in her career, definitely band. has a uh, has a face has definitely got.
0: No, and I she mean, has those wonderful eyes, and she she's done so many great roles, and and she's they more, live, Blind Fury, Stepfather Two, Blind Fury. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. She's good as Evil Lynn. Yeah, she is. I mean, as good as said, that movie could way, allow. By the way, when you name
1: your child Evil Lynn, I think you're setting her up, <laughs> setting
0: her up for well, failure. It wasn't until later that I realized, oh, that's kind of a play on Evil Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't yeah. even occur to me. Really? <laughs> now, why would it? I'm not very bright. Anyway. But anyway so, no, let's get back to what Uh on.
1: And, and Meg Foster, I mean... There's a lot of that movie that they don't go for sex appeal in that movie. They don't Absolutely know. not. No. I it, mean there is some scenes of it that
0: are just dark twisted little scenes. Uh, if you enjoy uh if you enjoy slow and not in a bad way. No. But plotting, brooding, atmospheric films and you should totally check out Lords of Salem. I recommend it if you're a horror fan or if you're a Rob Zombie fan. We saw it in theaters, correct? You and I were the only two who saw it in theaters in the United States. Sir. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was well, just we, you and I in that theater. Well, we saw it in a theater that no longer is open. That, is the, it, where, did we? Ten. Movie oh, 10. Movie yeah. I missed some movies too. And uh, we on, saw it on, there and... Road.
1: um but I can remember you're right. There may have been one other person in the theater. There may be. There's... And it was. It was. It, it is very slow. Mm-hmm. But it's very. It builds up and it gets to you. And, and I think it got to me more like when it was over. I was like, oh, well, it's kind of a Corman esque, Russell esque. Ken Russell,
0: Stanley Kubrick had a baby who made a low budget, cliche horror film with great with, visuals with with an with an, orig- with an original cast. vision. Yeah. yeah, and a, and yeah, and great because he has original vision, man. He yeah. has a, he has a point of view.
1: But anyway, and and I went home and it, it and the more I thought about scenes from it, the more they played on me.
0: Yeah, so I agree. Good. I I enjoy. And in fact, thinking about it right now, I'd like to watch it right now. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So, before yeah. we get into uh his final actually released movie, let's talk about the the final two projects that I could find that he was tied to well, that didn't happen. The first one's actually a TV series. He was tied to do the Manson Family TV series. Because if, you, as we mentioned, I believe, earlier on this episode that we have recorded all in one day and one night.
1: <laughs> um, nothing has changed. A, nothing a, has changed nothing at, at, nothing all. at all. Nothing at
0: all. Everybody want a is
1: lightsaber? It, everything is as it was. These shorts were always gray. Everything is
0: as it was. Burt Reynolds is still healthy. <laughs> healthy and going to do the new <laughs> Tarantino movie. Yep. Hold on. Let uh, me make another pre... Just a... Uh, and uh, and Gary Busey doesn't have polio. No. If he gets polio in the next week, I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> so anyway, it's pronounced dub.
2: So I believe as we mentioned Nostradamus. I believe as we mentioned earlier in this episode. You all right, uh, Haley? Rob Zombie is uh, on Is fascinated with the Manson Family murders. Um, him and American Got Psycho. <laughs> That's
0: what he said. Him and American Just Psycho. When I pee. Mm. Uh, uh. Did you kiss his armpit? He really did. I heard him uh, oh, Did you you kissed his armpit? Did you miss it was him that a, much? It was a sniff. And you guys are leaning into one another. And by that James is leaning into I'm you. I'm
2: sorry, you got to see him before he left. He never even said bye to me. He just moved on. Well, he's back
1: he's back yes he's back from outer space back again you just <laughs> walked in like I, something, something something sad look upon you. i'm sticking with
0: sad on haley you tell me that you love me these musical interludes were brought to you your by gosh. satan
1: <laughs> satan for all your punishment needs
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, rolaids check out lords
1: of salem <laughs> <laughs> we're the Tum- we're the
2: bastards of tums <laughs> i don't know wouldn't
0: tums be the bastards of Rollades? i don't
2: know why don't, we look, why don't we do a whole research, a whole episode on antacids?
0: I could do one on antacids. Anyway,
2: so you Rob do Zombie. about on acid?
0: Ooh, Prolisac. <laughs> so Rob Zombie. I'm supporting oh I'm never going to get this, through. So Rob Zombie teamed with American. Because those fat guys home. really look like they have acid reflux. I don't have a sugar. <laughs> Well, you better Chad, stay you away from the Chad. Point. Oh, my
2: God. So Rob Zombie teamed with American Psycho writer Brett Easton Ellis, um, and they were working on a miniseries for Fox about Manson and his followers. Um, the, the, the idea was to tell converging stories of people and events leading up to and after the infamous 1969 murders, told from shifting point of views. Uh-huh. Um, the project went dead, though, um, and this was from Ellis. Again, this all came from Dread Central. Uh, the online buzz about their project inspired NBC to jump ahead of them and make the show... Aquarius. Oh, I never watched Aquarius. Neither did I. But it, it apparently killed this project. And the final one, which I believe all three of us were hoping that he would make, Broad Street Bullies. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was and Rob Zombie had talked about this for years, if I'm not mistaken. He wanted to make this hockey hockey movie. Um, he worked for he worked on this movie for a grand total of two years. Um, it was going to be about the Philadelphia Flyers hockey team from the '70s, um, and they were famous for beating the Soviet Union's um, at the t- uh, who were big at the time. Also, they were notorious for their violent tactics on the ice. Um, plans were dropped when he received funding for the movie 31? 31, which we're going to talk about now. So, Zo- is, is, is r- The one thing Rob Zombie has continued to have troubles with is breaking out of this the genre that has defined him.
0: And what's funny is we're going to talk about 31. We'll get to 3 from Hill after that, so yeah. I won't mention the story behind that. But th- 31... When I heard the plot, it not only did he get funding, but he also did crowdsourcing. Yep,
1: which largely went to finish it. Correct. Post. post. It post. He, said,
0: he said his problem is with low budget filmmaking is that you learn out of money during post, and yeah. then that you don't get to stay in the editing room as long as you'd like to. Yeah. Yeah, because there was uh, scenes that he shot with Sid Haig and Michael Berryman. For Lords of Salem that he just couldn't figure out how they'd fit in and if he'd had more time in post, right. he would have been able to probably fit those in and he ended up cutting them out of the movie because it just didn't fit for what he was trying to get done. So 31 takes place on Halloween night in the 70s mm-hmm. where, and correct me, jump in at any time, where people are kidnapped and thrown into this game. Where it, they have to fight for their lives.
2: One thing we haven't discussed is it's why, kinda like the, why a lot of Rob Zombie's movies take place in the seventies. He loves 80s. the seventies. Because and also too because it fits into the plot line of his story where you cannot just cell get phone. on a cell phone and call somebody for help. Absolutely. Yeah. It it it, it 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 knocks out that plot hole altogether.
1: Yeah, and that's you can't and I think that's something that I really do struggle with with modern horror films, with the exception of things like The Ring. Because the Ring you're just dead. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. call whoever you want your dead. but I think that's the problem if you're talking about slashers or, and it's not supernatural I mean even 30 Days of Night had to do that which felt like a throwaway it, scene
0: it's, it's a throwaway line and that's the problem that the comic book did better than the. and there's some great scenes in 30 Days of Night that's, oh, that, Days that should be another we should, that should be included in another show of us doing flawed films yeah, yeah. but it's but you know in the movie oh great somehow
1: all the phones got round up and burned
0: yeah who could do that yeah. I don't give a shit if the town is 100 people. G- good luck finding everybody's cell phone yeah. taking it away from them and getting it away. Right. <laughs> I lose mine half the time. I don't even know where my own is, let alone if you're a
1: ghoulie. <laughs> I just want to say Gooley,
0: Ghoulie. 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 Give the I thought you were going to go Said no holler. Ghoulie. No. trying to make an holler. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Andy Griffith taught me everything I need to know about Mississippi. Anyway, cool. yes. What were we saying? So 31. 31. I we and there's three, they
1: basically bring out a collection of freaks who kill who kill. So this is it, a horror low budget horror movie version of the Running Man, kind of sort of, yeah. or or I mean, kind of the same way. If you survive, you're free to go. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's the same thing as Battle Royale, Hunger Games, whatever you want to say. Right. Yeah. You You survive, you win.
0: Once again, not the world's most original idea.
1: No, but the way he plays it, and the fact that they unleash certain people at certain times, uh-huh. um, and uh, I mean, E.G. Daly's in it as Tommy EG Pickles, Daly. Uh, and and you know the the so there's these they're all thematic. It's almost like in that way, Death Race. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know all these thematic type characters, and they come out and they they kill you. I enjoyed deal. and I enjoyed 31. Well, more. 31
0: for you all out there, uh, the boneheads for years have done a Halloween party and that's evolved. And basically, we pick several different movies. We used to try to pick the worst, worst, crappy things, and then for after we we pretty much tortured ourselves for years. Now we just try to find some things Is that about accurate.
1: Well, we try to, but we try I not like t- to find we,
0: one bad horror film. We try ones. not to go uh, mainstream, though. Like we do. we're looking for something obscure, and we're looking for things that not we haven't seen. Yeah. So thirty one played our movie fest last year, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. It was last year, or was it year? before? It was last year. Yeah. Last year. We enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. I. I Honest yeah, I had nothing to say bad about it. No, no, I mean it was. Richard Brake makes the movie. Yes, as Doomhead. Yeah, yep. right.
2: Yeah, that the opening scene with Richard, Richard Brake. Brake.
0: That is his name, yeah. correct? Richard Brake. I'm I think go so. so. He's yes. all yeah.
2: Thank you, Haley. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's a great character.
2: No, yeah, he's a great character, and that opening scene of him in black and white is fantastic. It automatically zaps you into that movie.
1: and you know what I also love about the film, and it doesn't really make a ton of
2: sense. And that's one thing. Real quick, and that's one thing Rob Zombie is really good at that he doesn't get credit for:
1: monologues,
0: monologues, and cat. Did we talk about casting? Yeah, casting, monologues, so. and casting. But
1: I, I love the fact. One thing I love about Thirty One, it <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense, but I just love the scenes. It's the aristocracy type angle of it with Malcolm
0: McDowell as the host. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense, no. but it's just, you're sitting there going, yeah, no, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Well,
0: it kind of does explain why they're playing 31 in the first place, but who are these folks? Why are they betting gold? I mean, there's no But it doesn't really matter. You For a fair g- term, buy the ticket, take the ride. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. popcorn movie. It, it is, is, and it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was better than I thought it would be. It really was, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: all right so and then you know of course we'll, we'll briefly talk about three from hell
0: so three from hell is going to be the sequel the third and the, the trilogy China, of the trilogy of if there is a, if he's going to do a fourth one <laughs> of the devil's rejects and <coughs> house of a thousand corpses now we talked about the devil's rejects and how they're all dead and if you're ever at a con and you ask sid haig or bill mosley and they're sitting next to one another why there wasn't a third one they will both stop each other and I've watched them do it. Have you ever seen this? Oh nope. it yeah. It's kind of cool. Because we're fucking dying! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not... But that's, that's what they quote. do. They do it in... quote. In, yeah. as the, the same response
1: they both have, uh, if people ask them why Karen Black didn't come back as Mother Firefly in in the devil's rejects and right. they both have the exact same response. I've seen them. I moderated a panel with them and they literally both go one, two, three the money. <laughs> and it's awesome cuz it said, "Hey, doing it." And yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um but yeah, I mean the uh I want to see how he does it though. I, I do, and it's a
0: low budget film. Yes, yeah, very low
1: budget. It's very low, Is he low budget. Going to get theatrical I don't know. I hope it does. And
0: here's and the I thing. Wanna go see in the I, I read an interview with him, and he was talking about breaking out of the horror thing. He said, and, and people asked him why he didn't do another one. He actually said later he had an idea, and they wouldn't pay for it. Lionsgate was not bending down his door to have another third of right. those films. Right.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I, I love. I, actually, I like House of a Thousand Corpses. I love, 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 love. That's why I've got the poster signed by everybody Devil's Reject. Also, oh, you got Rob Zombie to sign? Did you get Cheryl Moon Zombie to sign it too?
0: Wow, Moon that's amazing. Cheryl Moon <laughs> is Sherry Moon. Sister. Sherry Moon Zombie. Sorry, Cheryl Moon Zombie was on hey, uh, Twin uh, Peaks.
1: Did you get uh, that did that cast from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit to sign your poster? Yeah, I want you to Bob Hoskins. You know, Bob Hoskins. You know, some, really things, Bob Hoskins going. <laughs> some things are just Bob Bob hurtful. Bob Hoskins going. Yeah, I that going? That's just hurtful. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Well, I still have a shot. What's your shot looking like?
0: continue. <laughs> anyway. anyway, I'm really looking forward to Three from Hell.
2: Yeah. Did no, you get that I'll... big, tall, giant guy to sign it?
0: He's dead. Your mother? <laughs> oh. eh. I miss you so much. Eh. Oh, God. And on that note,
1: speaking the, of Three from Hell,
0: we're in Hell. Bye! I'm glad James was able to come out of the video screen like Samara and kill us all. Yeah. By the uh, way,
2: seven days. I guess one final note is, you know, we just keep Let's keep hoping Rob Zombie makes films. I agree. And yeah. I want
0: him to do something other than horror.
2: I want him to do. I want him to break out of the genre. I,
1: I want horror. him to do a mystery. The,
0: uh, so what you uh, need to do is log on. You just the, killed the movie. Who, I- who killed that rat vendor? To the Serum Cloud and to the YouTubes and subscribe and rate us. Please thank you and share us on all your social medias. Whether that be the Twitter, whether that be the Facebook, whether the that Instagram, be the Instagrams, the Spaces. the Grinders, the the Ginders, the uh, Swipe Right, uh, Snapchat the hell out of us, and Tinder. Well, that's what you build a fire out of, because it's getting hot in here. And of course, it'll be girl. another two decades. I hope you enjoyed
1: that one joke. <laughs> And of course, your face faces, and your my
0: books, and your whatever you got. He's just gonna keep going. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week's show, Pumpkin Spice. Ooh, the Forgotten
2: Spice Girl. I tell you what, I want what I really, really want. What do you want? I what really do you really, not. really want? I want a huh. I want a uh, I want a. Zig-a-dick. Oh my God! He's out of having strikes.
0: <laughs> Call an ambulance, Haley. We're out of here.
2: It's hot in here. I got the vapors.
0: Well, that's because you're wearing 14 fucking shirts. And I ate that bean burrito.
2: <laughs> I wonder
1: if my leg was getting warm. So because of do it's your itself. Andy
2: Rooney bullshit. Right.
1: I like Rob Zombie. You don't have the eyebrows. Whenever you're
0: have Our you been waxing? Morning.
1: Well, I trimmed them. I, I've got I've got to be, you know, I'm, I'm going for tenure. Oh, Jesus. You just got there.
0: Yeah, you've got to turn in too? a portfolio
1: your third yeah, year, which Every once in a while, you t- got to take t- a bush
0: hog yeah. to those ears. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.